0: Hey everybody, welcome down to this week's Dive Bar Mitzvah. This week is going to be a fun one. I have an old friend on, and I'm in one of my favorite bars. But this week has been a, a unique one. Just earlier today, I, uh, I went for the first time ever into a bar as a member. Um, I joined, and I've, I, haven't ta- I haven't told too many people about this, because I feel kind of conflicted about the whole thing, to be honest with you. I, I joined a fraternal order a couple weeks ago, um, and I got sworn in. A week ago and today was the first time I went to this place as an actual fully fledged member ladies and gentlemen I am an Eagle which is weird I never thought it would happen to me Uh, there's Eagles Club out in the suburbs that I went to a number of times as a guest I decided this would probably be the one I should join mostly because when every time I went there the bartender yelled at me that I needed to join now why did I join an Eagles Club It's the closest to the gym I work at. That is why. It's like, you know, me and my workout buddy, we're like, you know what? We need to, you know, find a place nearby that we can actually like to hang out in and have a good time at. Uh, And this is as close as we got. And it's not too far away. The drinks are like two fucking dollars if you're not a member. As I was reminded on several occasions at the bar, like, you know, well, you know, this this beer is two dollars. But if you were a member... (laughs) Be fifty. <laughs> like, oh man alright well I guess you kind of got me so after hanging out there for like six months we finally bit the bullet and at least until May I'm a member of the Eagles Club uh, which I don't know if that has any sort of larger meaning I don't know if I get anything for free out of life But, I mean, if nothing else, it's good, because all Eagles clubs are essentially kind of like dive bars. I mean, really, in most ways. So now I'm kind of a member of a dive bar organization. I know the Eagles, they do all sorts of good stuff. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm just here to talk about how, you know, in flying in the face of Groucho Marx's famous quote of, like, why would I want to join a club that would have me as a member? I've now become a member of a club, and I'm conflicted. I'm weird about it. But... Um, A club that I've been coming to for a number of years, at least 17 years, uh, is the bar that we're at today. We're at Dusty's Bar in fabulous Northeast Minneapolis off of Marshall Avenue. So much so, this used to be my uh, bar I would go to if I was with somebody I shouldn't necessarily be seen with. This is like the bar that I would hide out in with you know, some mysterious girl of the night, shall we say. And they used to have high-top booths over here, and they still have a couple, but all this entire wall over here and you can kind of see the shadow where they used to, be used to have high top high top uh, booths which you could kind of hide out and uh, not be bothered which was great but they ripped them out a couple years ago about 10 years ago and it, it ticked me off and I was sad but I found the owner and I actually bought one of those booths and it's in my kitchen it's my breakfast nook I have that one of these exact booths from the Dusty's sitting in my kitchen right now I've had it for years and years and It smelled of Dago's forever. My cat would not leave it alone. Dago's, by the way, is the uh, signature burger here at Dusty's. It is uh, a lot like a burger, but it is made with Italian sausage with mozzarella and uh, like red peppers on top. And I guess that's actually the Dago works, but I mean, fucking live a little. If you're going to have a Dago, have a fucking Dago works. And this booth, maybe to this day, to a more discriminating nose, it probably, now here I am, about 15 years later, it still reeks. Of, of dago but uh, i thought it would be a great place to meet up with today's guest a friend of mine a friend of anyone who has a radio here in the twin cities metropolitan sure. area i think so Ladies and gentlemen, I give it to you, Mr. Jason Nagel. How are you doing, Ian? I am doing great. Thank you very much for doing this. And when I wrote you about this, I I jokingly said, well, you seem to say yes to the dumb things I ask you to do. (laughs) Yes, I do. And I'm glad it worked out that we had you here. And have you been to Dusty's before?
1: Yeah. uh, I've come here before to see music. I don't know if we do that anymore. It's been... Because the the capacity of this room legally
0: has to be about 40 people. This is just a tiny, tiny room.
1: There was a a friend of a friend who had a regular gig here. Yeah. I I don't remember if it was weekly or monthly, but we'd, we'd come in when he was gonna yeah. play. yeah right? uh,
0: because like there's uh, a of Dan case I know plays here with some regularity uh, there's a pl- there's a band called I believe heart of a tin man that, that it's basically a two-piece with uh, like somebody plays uh, like the like a soap box, you know what is it? The yeah, the, the, you know, yeah. What I'm talking washboard, about. washboard. Thank mm-hmm. you. And uh, someone plays like a little guitar that's made out of a cigar box, and it's awesome. There, that sounds cool. Yeah, and and I've seen uh, the Mighty Mofos play here in their other and their Surf Offspin band, but it's odd because there's just no room for no. human beings in here. Even on a busy night, it's packed. But when you put a band in here, it's like being at the Cavern Club. Yeah, it doesn't matter it's. if you're watching the Beatles or not. I mean, it's, everyone's packed <laughs> in, and it's great. Yep. But so you're here. You've been here. Of course, and I've had a there you go. Yeah, of course. What would you think? Oh, I love it. They're not bad. Yeah, they're really, really hot. I mean, yeah. not spicy hot, but they I mean they come out like they, you have to it let rest. them exactly. You have yeah. to let it kind of congeal for about five minutes before you should even dare taking one on. I dare say they're even hotter than uh, Matt's Bar's Juicy Lucy. I mean, they just come out smoking, but they're delicious. Um, if you want a taste of Northeast, you have to have a Dago. But yeah, you are here to see local music, which doesn't surprise me because you are the best friend of local musicians. I like to play
1: the local music. I've been uh, playing it on the radio for a long time. And how much
0: of a hassle has that
1: been? I mean,
0: because y- when you were at Cities 97, I can't imagine it was an easy sell going, hey, I got an idea. We're going to play local music.
1: Actually, no, I took it over. The show uh, existed. Really? At okay. It's a long time. Oh, okay. Bill Deville, who's on the current now.
0: Oh, he did that. He
1: did it for like eight years. Okay. And when he left, they're like, uh, "Would you be interested in doing the show?" And I, I have a feeling if I didn't say yes, it would it would have gone away then. Yeah, but and you were Sundays yes. from
0: like ten to eleven, and it, Minnesota music. Yeah,
1: that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, back then, like back when I took it over from Bill, the lineup went: it was City's Blues, followed by Minnesota Music, okay, followed by the Grateful Dead Hour. Oh wow! All so right. when Bill would do the show. He'd start with your blues stuff, because okay. he's coming out of a blues, yeah. and then he'd finish with the local jam band. Yeah, try to transition the Yeah, the big the woo shows. would be at the end of the show, of as you're making your way be. into the yeah. Grateful... And then, you know, shortly after that, Brian Oak comes in, and he's doing Freedom Rock, where he's just playing yeah. stuff just completely off the map. And, you know, he, the joke between us was. He's like, well, all right, I've scared everybody away. It's all yours. <laughs> There's nobody
0: else listening now. Take it over, Daigle.
1: But after that point, uh, I called it, like, the, the, the don't ask, don't tell policy that works. Yeah. he's like, the bosses didn't ask me what I was doing. I just show up every week and do it. And, that's, and it worked out. That's going to be a
0: really rare position. Cause I, I believe in uh, the poet laureate of america right now mr tom petty had a song called the last dj who uh-huh. played what he wanted to play yeah and it seemed like i mean this is only like a five-year-old song but i mean it seemed like an erstwhile you know is a day days gone by but not yeah. necessarily
1: everywhere no is what you're telling me no but yeah you can it still was, do it every now oh, and when again. i tell other radio people that i get that whole hour to myself yeah they get real jealous i would imagine like every week the whole hour yeah like, yeah yeah, that's how we do it.
0: How did you get away with it? So it just was on the books, and you just managed to fly underneath the radar, or yeah. you showed yourself as an asset. Because when you were doing that, I was at First Avenue, and I was, you know, I was writing your name on the guest list all the time. Uh-huh. You were actually you yeah. were practicing what you
1: preach. Yeah, yeah. I like to go and see the shows, and you know, I was working evenings then, which made it really easy to find the newer bands. Yeah. Then if I'm going to the entry or the turf club, I'm getting there at midnight. Exactly. Instead of getting there at eight. And being too drunk by midnight yep. to know if the band's yep. any good. That's the way So I was it. sharp at midnight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and um, you're a, 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 not a local guy, but you're from Eagle Bend, Minnesota. That's right. You remember that? I did. And do you keep a dossier on me? I do. I and you know this, uh, this entire book is about you. And <laughs> okay. I've been keeping it for years. There are hopes and dreams and uh, memories in oh here. Oh, boy. But uh, Eagle Bend, Minnesota. And before you told me that, I'd never heard of Eagle Bend, Minnesota. Nobody has. And in the years since you've told me that...
1: Never heard about it since. Where is Eagle Bend? Well, they do have a Lions Club there. Maybe I'll have to stop in and become a member. My dad has always been a member of the Lions. Really? Just, that's where you just—that's where you drink that's beer, where with old the men guys. hang yeah. out and network and yeah. bitch about their wives. Exactly. Yeah. You it's either that or the VFW. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: And, and who wants to fight in a
1: war at that point? Yeah, I'll
0: just become an eagle <laughs> or to a, a lion. Just get a cheap
1: beer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are they all named after animals? The Lions, the Moose, The Elk. Yeah. The, the Eagles. I'm not sure. The JCs aren't, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Eagleman's like right in the center of the state. If we were to like paint a okay big X dartboard, okay. yeah, big X right there. Like if we get off uh, 94, Sock Center, and go 45 miles up Highway 71, huh? Yeah.
0: And what kind of music could you listen? to? What kind of radio were you nothing, getting there? Nothing. Really? Okay, because yeah. that's my big thing. That's my transition point. Yeah. Now, what What did the, what was the radio beaming into young Jason Nagel's head that made him decide this is what I'm going to do with my life?
1: The two real big. Pop culture, cultural things that were missing growing up in a small town like that, is I didn't hear any kind of rock yeah. and roll until I was eighteen and got to college. Well really? No, I had like girlfriends who were freshmen in college when I was a senior in high school. Good. I mean, As you should, yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, they come. Should. They'd come back, you know, on Thanksgiving break with tapes. Yeah, like, here's. Soul Asylum, you got to yeah, hear yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So you were even that far
0: removed. Oh, so for sure. So Mr. Local Music oh, yeah. You know, had to hear secondhand from yep. a cute freshman in, in college yes. from Soul Asylum. They're bringing I assume me... a
1: lot of people heard about Soul from cute <laughs> freshman girls <laughs> in college. Right. Ah, that's where I got replacements and uh, uh, vandals and James yeah. Addiction. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but I was 18 before I heard any of this stuff. Wow. Yeah. And the other one is uh, Everybody My Age. Saw Star Wars like forty times that of summer. Course. You know, I got a ride to the movie theater once and got to see it. Okay, yeah. And then I, you're in the. We did I didn't have a mall to go to every. Eagle Saturday. Bend was yeah. was just a,
0: a dead spot for young yeah. cultural Jason Nagle. It kind of was.
1: I was a late bloomer.
0: But then you bloomed, and how? How did you end up transitioning into radio then? So it wasn't something that was around. It wasn't something you were familiar with as an art form. I mean, being from Muncie, Indiana, we had WLBC, which was just like your typical top 40 station. But it actually had DJs. But then, you know, shortly, you know, probably mid-late 80s, they had gone over computerized. Because the handful of people who you actually knew of were just gone. Yeah. And then it was just nothing. But, I mean, it was Indiana in the 80s, so it was also... Pretty much John Cougar Mellon Camp no, twenty four hours a day, yeah. which was its own
1: special hell. I envied <laughs> those in Eagle Bend. Right. Well, uh, I got out of there, I uh, went uh, Fargo was my first stop. Yeah. N D S U. Really? Okay. And I was studying civil engineering and so for two summers I worked for Mindot in like yep. a student really? worker program. Uh, and I They let students do that. And yeah. Mindot
0: was just like, you know, let's get some kids in here, see what yeah, they can do. I just yeah.
1: go, you know, measure concrete yeah. you know for the summer. Count gravel trucks. And I hated those engineers. So I realized, man, if I go through with this, the rest of my life, I'm going to be one of these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I just uh, uh, decided to go journalism from there. Good for you. So I was going to, yeah, go into broadcast journalism. Be like, you know, I don't know, long form radio documentary. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Ended up being a music DJ.
0: Okay, so you actually were doing journalism from a radio slant. Then you're gonna yeah. be you're gonna mm-hmm. be a talking yep. voice. Then at that point. Yep.
1: I was doing news at a radio station in Fergus Falls for like two and a half years. Fergus Falls. I like Fergus Falls a yeah. lot. It's a good a good Elks lodge up there. Stop <laughs> it. So you're
0: up there. You're doing it. And now, are you looking at this as a career? or Is this just a way to like meet oh, yeah. chicks and hang out? Um. I mean, y- it can be both. By the way, both answers are acceptable.
1: I think uh, when I came here and started at Cities ninety seven to do music, that was. Oh, this is just for a year or two because I'm, you know, I'm 24 years old in Fergus Falls. Yeah, you know, every single girl has gone. I only see them well on Thanksgiving break. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. So to be like a single 24 year old in a small town like that, it's kind of lonely. That could be horrible, Yeah. So like, all right, I'm going to go to Minneapolis for a year or two, and then I'll get my career back on track. Yeah. And I ended up being at Cities 97 for over 17 years. Jeez. Now, <laughs> yeah. so
0: you jumped from Fergus Falls to Cities 97. Uh huh. Yeah. That just seems like a huge fucking jump. That seems like a, a, just a metrically large jump.
1: Well, you know, I started working the Sunday overnight. It was yeah. Saturday night at midnight until okay. 6 yeah. o'clock Sunday morning.
0: Right. Yeah, the night out. Yeah. I mean, I, you don't have a lot of listeners, but the ones you do have, I imagine, are very, very loyal.
1: They, they do check in on the phone. Yeah, I would imagine uh-huh. so. Yeah. Yeah, I knew who my 4 o'clock callers were going to be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, get, how many weirdos do you get for something like that? A lot, or, I Back assume, then, like, a Minnesota, lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah, especially like at night, late at huh. night. Yeah. So
0: back then, there was a lot of weirdos. Yeah. And so you think the weirdos have fallen off with time? Like the internet has stolen them away? I really do. I, really? Okay, I okay, okay, th- this is, okay yeah. great.
1: Now we're getting off script. Now tell me about this. Now that everybody's got Google yeah. in their pocket... They don't call that radio studio line anymore for just the random yeah. questions. Because I was like, well, that was one of the most fun things.
0: So they would call looking for information. They assume yeah. since you got yeah. a job at the radio, yeah, you must be the all my, you're an oracle, you're yeah. the mighty odds. Yeah,
1: at eight o'clock on the 4th of July, it's like, where are the fireworks tonight? Where do yeah. you live? Yeah. Where's the barometer? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, Google took away those random phone calls. So, but
0: they weren't creepy weird, they're just. Random homebound yeah. weirdos—they're also creepy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. as you'd imagine, calling yeah. from the hours of midnight to six on a Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were, you know, women you know working evenings, nights. Yeah. Uh, I remember one woman who called really often and really wanted me to come over to her place after. Yeah, the play show. Misty for me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: and, 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 I, and I'm, I'm guessing you're going to say on this podcast you never did it. I didn't. Okay, good for you. I never did. All right, I believe you. She scared me. Yeah. I'm right
1: now. I'm remembering it. I'm a little, a little frightened. Little freaked out. Yeah. Well, I have
0: good news. We actually brought her down. No. Jesus.
1: <laughs> She's here right now. She's been making our drinks.
0: All right. So you were at Cities 97. You had a good run there, and then and then you you jumped boat. You I jumped did. On. Yeah. Well, Thanks. and actually, you got laid off at Cities 97, and then came back. I did. You have honestly one of the most interesting career paths. I mean, it seems like. So it seems like half the world sometimes works against you but the other half then says fuck it no he gets to do whatever he wants
1: the timing uh, when I got let go at Clear Channel that was like the end of 07 so it was like six months later I'm looking for work again and this is when Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns yeah. and all the banks in the world Everything were was collapsing and so the cool leads I had all of a sudden I'm calling them back and going uh, we've, we've got a hiring freeze right now <laughs> yeah. but you know the boss at Cities 97 she didn't want to fire me she's like eh Come back here, we'll try to get you back in full time. And I stayed. So they busy. let you go and then took you back? Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. I didn't. You never get, hear about that. Well, I didn't get fired by any of the people in yeah. Minneapolis. It was. Uh, you know, it came from San Antonio. Yeah, like, you, and, know, and you being
0: a professional did not walk out guns blazing, no. fingers up in the air going, fuck no. this place, I'm no. out
1: of here. You no. Hey, did Re- not burn the bridges. Schneider called me and yeah. he said, hey man, this is your shot, you can you know, take a shot across the bow. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, good thing I didn't because no. six months later I was back, back on the air. <laughs> that's when I started voice tracking other markets. Ah, okay, and that's, was a,
0: big, and that's a big business for you
1: because you or oh, no. well, it has been. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, this is great though. Yeah. I mean, you are the voice of how many places. It paid the bills. Yeah. yeah. I was doing
1: afternoons in uh, Tempe, uh, Arizona. Uh, no, it was Tucson, Arizona and uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. And I'd be on the air in those radio stations six days a week. Yeah. And it was something I'd have to go in and I could do it from Minneapolis every day though. I'd go into a studio and I'd record yeah. uh, uh, the Des Moines shift and then flip the page and record the Arizona shift so and how jarring is that because I'd imagine it would
0: be hard to put up the, the face it'd be hard to it' be hard to fake it like you know because I mean you're, you're talking about weather aren't you I mean you yeah. got to make some conversational yep. allusion yeah. to the mar- the the Tempe market have you ever been to Tempe
1: uh, okay, well, it was, it was Tucson. Oh, Tucson, i It was Tucson, and no, I've still have never been there. Yeah. But, you know, it's the opposite of doing uh, here, because here you'll be on the air in February when it's like, yeah. dangerously cold, yeah. and you're telling people, like, hey, no exposed skin. Yeah, don't you know, leave the house. Out Take, there. You, leave your pets inside. And then in uh, Tucson in July or August, you've got heat advisories where you're doing the— yeah. Same thing, like, hey, hydrate. Yeah. Make sure you've got water Don't leave with the you. House. It's dangerous yeah. out there. And the program director down there, you know, would shoot me an email So, say, like, hey, make sure you mention this a couple times today. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we do it. Huh. No, the hard thing there is that all those radio stations had a very similar playlist as Cities 97. Yeah. So say if uh Cheryl Crow had a new song, I'd be talking about that song on three different radio stations yeah. every day. Yeah. And so then on Tuesday I'd come in and go, Oh, which station did I tell that one Sheryl Crow story yeah, on? Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, want to yeah. tell the same story on the same radio station exactly. two days in yeah. a row. That was the hard part to keep track. But, I mean, <laughs> that sounds
0: great, though. I mean, and, and you never had to do any appearances? Did they have your picture up in place? They, no. So, I mean, were you like a local guy? Yeah. Were people, were there, were there uh, women
1: of Arizona looking for you then, like inviting you over? Well, the one thing I wondered, since they were so similar, I wondered, like, how long before... Somebody hears me in the morning, a Saturday morning in Des Moines, and then hears me on the midday at Cities on a Saturday. Yeah. And it was right before uh, they blew up that Des Moines station, before I lost that gig. It happened one time. And somebody was like, what the fuck? He's like, like, yeah, I left left Des Moines at 7 o'clock this morning, and then I hear you at noon in Minneapolis. Like, are you the same Jason Nagel? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did that. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, because that would be jarring as hell. Because I assume most people don't think there'd be somebody doing right. more or less a live show yeah. remote. I mean, it just no. doesn't make sense. It, you'd think that the market would at least have one guy with a good voice. And a right. great voice you have, Man. but apparently you beat the hell out of everybody down there.
1: Yeah, I, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't get those side gigs. You don't get a uh, little cash just showing up for this you know, car dealership on yeah, a Saturday Yeah, which afternoon. is a damn shame. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And then you made a jump over to K Twin, and now, and this is in the news because uh, sadly, I'm not there anymore. Yeah, you you, you were served walking papers. You and BT, two of the you know the cornerstones of any radio station, I would imagine. And they were like, you know, all right, and you know, I assume you did, you also were being a pro and did not leave middle finger in the That's air, walking true. out. That's true. Where we're different. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah. So this is—we've got actual pressing stuff here. What the hell is this all about, Jason Nagel? How the hell is this possible? Well, the and th- they could be hiring you back in six months. so I guess we can't. <laughs> I guess we can't slander well, it too you know, bad. They've,
1: they've got another radio station they're going to launch in two months. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah maybe they'll, they'll hire you for one that. Of the, one of the uh, praise, Christian stations. Yeah yeah. 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 I don't know what they're going to do with that. They might keep it Christian, and you're going to be over there talking, <laughs> <laughs> playing
0: all sorts of hymnals.
1: Yeah. The uh, K-Twin uh, experience. It was about 3 years long. Yeah. And I did just as many different things in those 3 years for those guys yeah. as, as I did at you know Clear Channel working for three radio stations every day. Yeah. Uh, you know I was also did a lot on Cool 108 when I was at Clear Channel. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that was that was fun. But then at k Twin I get in there and the first thing I do I'm paired up with Rod Simons used to be on Channel 5 TV sports guy and we're on after the post game show on the radio. So we're not like on the network. Yeah. We're just local in town. And depending on what time the game end, we'd maybe only go half an hour. Sometimes we go an hour and a half. You mm-hmm. know, if a game went real late, we'd only do about a half hour. We'd just wrap it up real quick. Okay. But if a game got over to a reasonable amount of time, you know, we'd hang out until midnight and and, just, really? and and then add in a song here and there, just kinda do a mix of, of uh, course. baseball talk. And we'd have, you know, guests in. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Caleb Truax the boxer and stuff like that. Oh
0: see that must be nice. It's weird things like that that yeah. would make it a lot of fun.
1: But then they didn't bring Rod back for the second year, so then I was by myself and instead of doing that, just bam, hard Right to music when the game's over. Yeah. So. And I always thought that was kind of an
0: odd thing with uh, now K Twin turned into Go 96.3. Yep. I thought it was an odd, odd bedfellows with having a the Twin Station also try to have a very visible modern rock or modern alternative sure. yep. identity and how those were going to work together. Um, what were your thoughts on the experiment? I mean, and, and let's
1: get down to brass tacks. Why the hell aren't you there anymore, Jason? Well, uh, because it's not really taken off. They're not yeah. making money, okay. so they made some cuts. But like, it's owned by
0: the Polad family. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, honestly, they should care about making money, but yeah. not care about making money like you and I care about making money. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's not a lot of worry about, well, geez, will I be able to
1: eat? I yeah. mean, you know, they could, they could take a loss. Screw it. But there's a general manager there. There's a sales manager. Yeah. There's a brand manager. And they gotta answer to those guys across the street. Of course. They gotta say, uh, you know, what are you doing with their money? Yeah. So, so basically
0: yeah. your 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 official answer is business is business. Yeah. It was just the way it's the way the cookie crumbles.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah.
0: Um and what did you think about how the experiment was going? I mean having those kind of two disparate – I mean and it's not that disparate. I mean we're a good baseball town, we're a good music town. There are people who care deeply about both. But to have them kind of sandwiched in, I mean, can you establish regular listeners when there might be a game this time tomorrow? I mean, yeah, what do you, you think
1: about it as, as a first-hand observer? It's kind of a built-in ceiling. Because you know that's going to irritate you know uh, baseball fans who hate that music. Exactly,
0: you got two people you can yeah. piss off, and
1: there's a very limited amount of people who go. This is awesome all day long. Right. I gotta love every second of this. Right. Yeah. So you know uh, they try to take care of that by keeping the music programming going on the stream. So you know the kids today they don't care about that. They you know they punch exactly. it up. It's on the phone. It's yeah. there twenty four seven whether baseball's on or not. Yeah. So they you know they do what they can to work around that. But uh, I don't know. You know, most people the expectation is that you do sports talk. you're not in baseball you do sports talk well that's and i hate sports talk so well you know i love it when it's well done but it's it's very rarely well done it's so overserved in this market yeah you know the the talented great people have great gigs that they're not going to give up so you're digging deep into the barrel You know, if you were going to fill up a whole radio. And sports talk is way more expensive than music radio. Is it? Yeah, you're putting on like a morning show in every day part. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you constantly
0: have personalities on and personalities that end up getting a following that have agents that want a lot of money. Okay, I guess that makes a lot of sense. So I I think it's a very
1: good idea to notch, to try to do something different. And that was always a message from the poll ads. It's like, we don't want a cookie cutter radio station we want something that's different something that stands out and i think you know they're pulling that off
0: And i mean not to tell tales out of school what's the yeah and i read about the second station that they're they're purchasing here in town do you think they're going to try to spin off twin stuff or the go programming over there
1: i have no idea uh and you know i never even was part of like hallway conversations yeah exactly yeah Uh, yeah yeah. my joke was like we should go metal yeah, it's, it's completely not served in this market. It's true. There's it's no not, all metal. There are. So that's what how I'm did hoping we for. we wake up
0: one day. Can you imagine and,
1: what the phrase listeners would know what happened? <laughs> they didn't know about the change and they wake up on a Monday morning. Just shout at the devil. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Be but funny. I mean, this is a, I mean, and
0: uh, something else I want to talk to you about today is this is a really interesting time for this radio market because I, we woke up like, you know, four months ago and there's suddenly three hip hop stations. Yeah. I mean, we had uh, KMOJ, which is my favorite station in town. I, I'm unabashed in my love of KMOJ. But, I mean, we, we woke up with two kind of com- uh, competing uh, mm-hmm. hip-hop R&B stations. How the hell does this happen? I mean, it seemed like everything, there would be occasional kerfuffles, you know, 105 would change, uh, you know, formats every eight months or something. But it was always pretty much you knew what happened. But now, you know, and then we've got Pride. We have the nation's first uh, gay station. Right. Uh, I mean, how does this
1: happen, Jason? You're my I know. radio guy. Well, you know, with, uh, a couple of those are clear channel radio stations. Yeah. And they've got these, I don't remember what, what you call them. I think they're called repeater signals. It's a real low power uh-huh. signal.
0: Yeah, because it was just kind of used to fill in. Like on the first one, yeah,
1: the first one showed up as this Alt-93, which is kind of a 90s rock station. And I just thought, ah, they're just add more uh, versatility into their uh, online app. Of course. You know, it doesn't matter what the signal's doing, but boy, that changed when they put the the hot 1025 up. Yeah. Cuz all of a sudden that like they show up in the ratings book. Yeah. Like it's for real.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine so cuz I mean and they're doing good stuff. I mean, it, it's I mean, you know, being of the age where I want everything to be kind of as indie as we can do it and, you know, grassroots as we can. I don't know, music's music and it's kind of hard to say no to like classic, you know, classic yeah. hip hop. Which, I mean, sadly, though, is today's dad rock. Yeah, I mean, really, what, it what, is. Well, I mean, what Zeppelin was, you know, 20 years ago, it's now Biggie. Yeah, it is. And now I'm thinking about, well, what are we going to do? What's the next 10 years going to be like for package tours? Who are oh, we going to boy. be able to get? I mean, I guess you, who's still alive? You got Outcast. I mean, these are going to be our, the guys who are playing big shows in 10 years are going to be the last remaining hip-hop guys that are still going. Yeah, It's just a weird era. Where well, you're going to
1: find out next summer with these... Two new radio stations in town. Yeah. You know that they're putting together their whatever festival. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to find out who's out on tour. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I am not very excited about those radio stations because none of them have live DJs. No, none of them. Now, that's I know, what I've been I know doing. Pride does.
0: Pride is, I mean, I don't know if they're here in town. No, they're not, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I, I was listening and kind of checking in a little bit because the repeater stations, as, yeah. you're, as they're called. it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I kind of assumed it would just be somebody's iPod kind of playing a playlist. Yeah. With you know the loopy at ads, yeah, but glad to hear some voices in there. But it, so it's just a hundred percent ads and music.
1: Well, right they now. throw in some people who voice track, okay. Yeah, so they do have some DJs on the air, but it's but they're from wherever. Right, and they're not nobody, tied into the community. Nobody's got a full time job mm-hmm. doing those things. Yeah, but I guess I'm the guy who took away a full time job in yeah, Des Moines and Yeah, It's Tucson. the business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where the hammer
0: Falls, uh-huh. uh, and since we're dealing with you know kind of. Like I said, uh, classic hip-hop becoming today's dad rock. Is there any hope, Jason Nagel, for rock and roll? Is there? Do we have... I mean, is rock and roll dead? Are we fucked? No, it's... Because a couple of years ago, during winter, I said, I'm not leaving the house until spring or when guitars come back. And it doesn't seem that guitars have come back in any sort of mainstream way. Am I way off on this?
1: I'm trying to uh, think of a couple of the names uh, just from this year that uh, really impressed me. There's a couple of female-fronted bands... uh... Wolf Alice, yeah. Bully, yeah, you know, these are great guitar rock bands, okay. and with uh, female uh, fronts on them. And, and I need so, I,
0: so I'm out of the loop. I need to tune in. More. Yeah, okay.
1: And then uh, you know, Dan Arbox got his new side project, The Arcs. They're going to be here in less than a month. And okay, uh, Shaky Graves, down at First Avenue this week. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I
0: I haven't heard any of those people. Okay, I'm so I I am I'm younger than you, but I'm also like 30 years older than you. It seems like <laughs> okay because I am just so not plugged in how do you stay on top of local music like i honestly think for the last 15 years i basically put away anything new and listen to thin lizzie okay. i think all i've done is listen to thin lizzie and the mc5 for about the last 15 years and i'm not ashamed to admit that i could do a weekend like that yeah and it's been a great weekend thus far it's been <laughs> a very long, year long weekend yeah but i mean how do you stay so on top of stuff and that's not a rhetorical question.
1: No. You've been on this forever. This is your beat, and you do a great job at it. Usually it's the bands who tell me. Like, you know, I, you know, I'll get wind of one band, I'll go see them, and they'll have, you know, some friends of theirs in that first and second slot, you know, be like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. It's, you know, I wouldn't have known them. But you just happen to, you actually, oh, yeah. you're actually picking up the
0: phone, or when they're calling, you're like, sure. you know, you're answering. Yeah. And you're finding out stuff. Because I remember you're the one who hit me to howler. And I had yeah. never heard of howler. And yeah. you like got some demo CD, and you're like, nope, they're going to be huge. And yeah. I'm like,
1: eh, whatever, we'll check it out. I yeah. checked them
0: out. They're awesome. And then you know, we couldn't you couldn't go anywhere without
1: hearing about them yeah. for a couple years. Back in the day, uh, a turf club used to t- test bands out on a Tuesday. Yeah. And I think the test was twofold. You know, can they play is one, and will anybody come see them? Yeah. So if you throw up a band on a Tuesday night at 10 or 11 o'clock, and they bring 20, 25 people in, yeah, they're gonna get an opening slot on Friday right. or Saturday, yeah, yeah, and that's what happened with Howler. I walked in, and these guys, and they're you know they're high school kids, they're, they're babies. Yeah.
0: I, they were on touring with Ian or uh, Jordan was when he was in Total Babe. Yep, and like they're backstage, like you know with big X's on their hand. Yep, but I'm like, come on, you want some booze? Yeah, because you know that's why you don't put me around your 17 year old children. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, you're backstage at First Avenue, you're about yep. to play the big stage. Come on, have some booze, <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, Clara, uh, who's now in babes and toyland. Right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And Jordan both looked at me like, "Oh, we can't do that before a show." No. And I'm like, uh, oh, someday you'll look back on this and laugh," <laughs> <laughs> as I as I cackled to myself and drunkenly walked towards the stage with a microphone in my hand.
1: Well, that night I met Howler. You know, the place was empty because they couldn't bring in 25 friends because all their friends were, we're underage. Yeah. Right. So I just, I chatted him up after the show. I'm like, who are you guys? What's this all about? And he told me, like, Howler, like, we're working on a CD. I said, well, I do local show cities, you know, when you're done, send it to me. And I think it was three or four months later, I'd forgotten all about them. Of course, yeah. And the CD comes in the mail. What's like, this? Yeah. What the hell's Howler? And then the, there's a note with it. Hey, you introduced yourself to the Turf Club. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember these guys. And now they're the toast of England. Yeah, they are. Go figure. Excel recordings.
0: Yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, and it's weird how... Somehow you can transcend both the local and national scene and jump directly into England, like you know. What I mean, because I saw them right after the album came out, Howler that is, at uh, Hell's Kitchen. The first album. Yeah, the first. There, album. there are a couple. Yeah, now. there are. Yeah, there are now. Yeah. Uh, but and it was you know it wasn't well overly attended. No. Uh, and I was just blown away because they're getting hype. They're getting a lot of heat. Uh, NME was writing them up, and here they are playing on a Thursday here in town in their hometown. And people couldn't get off their ass to come down.
1: Yeah, I think the last time they played uh, the varsity, it didn't sell out. Yeah. Now, the new Wonderkins uh, are Hippocampus. Yeah. And they're going to headline uh, First Avenue. I think it's the Friday night after Thanksgiving. Friday or Saturday, which, one of those two.
0: Which is one of those cherry spots where, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the one that better, you know, you better have people, you know, on,
1: hanging from the rafters. They already the sold it out. Yeah. It's sold out. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I just said, we just had these guys on new band night. Yeah. Back in, you know, January. Yep. Yeah. Now they're selling the place out. And who are uh, some of the must-see bands right now in town
0: for uh, a, a grandpa, a geezer like me who hangs out and listens to Thin Lizzy and Zeppelin uh, <laughs> on
1: the weekends? Yeah. I mean, who are you? Who are you into? Well, right you just now? need to go see Appetite for zacardi uh, Yeah, and I have seen Appetite <laughs> for Zicardi. Uh Bad, bad hats. Bad, bad hats. I want to say their first thing, an EP. Uh, was it three years ago? Maybe only two. Was a very cute little EP, and all of a sudden they come out this year with a full length album, and like they're for real. Okay, there's no cute anymore. What kind of stuff is it? It's Just kind of indie pop. All right. Yeah, but very very good. Um, yeah, Lizzo, she's like practically a superstar already. Course, yeah. Without having put out a solo, she's got a new solo album coming out. She lives up to the hype. You think? Huh? Oh, I yeah. mean, I do too. I, yeah. mean, I think it's yep. great. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm going to check out. And
0: uh, who else? Who else do we have here in town that are the must sees? Anybody else that comes to mind?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, like uh, Frankie Lee. You know, anything that guy does. Uh, Luke Redfield. He made a record a couple years ago, and apparently there's a new one that I haven't heard yet. That's getting a lot of buzz. Uh, matter of fact, while you and I are sitting here, I think he's down at Ice House. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So we're missing that one. All right. Well, we'll have to wait for the next yeah. one. Yeah. but a good, like uh, singer-songwriter dudes. Okay. Yeah. Huh. All right. Now we're gonna get to a, a regular uh,
0: part of dive bar mitzvah. Uh, I need you to give me a number between 1 and 10, Jason Nagel. 1 and 10. Okay, I'll give you a 6. A 6. All right, good. I'm waiting for, I'm, I'm trying to make eye contact with our bartender, too. All right. And we're actually at the bar here at Dusty's, one of the rare occasions where we're not hiding in a corner. We are here at the bar, but I think she's being polite, knowing we're interrupting her business doing podcasting and she's not offering us any drinks. So you said number 6, right? Okay. All right, this is the James Lipton question. Oh, yeah. Um, I have 10 numbered classic James Lipton questions. Can I get a
1: PBR? Thanks. Uh, I like how you held
0: up your yeah my vodka my, my drink. empty vodka. <laughs> hey, can I get a PBR? <laughs> hey, you know what? they're a sponsor. You're gonna, gonna get, like them, you're gonna get a vodka PBR yeah, right now. It's, it's, you know what? And it will still be delightful. It's <laughs> not the champagne of beers. What is PBR? <laughs> ah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so every week here on Dive Bar Mitzvah, we ooh ah you can hear it ah it sounds delicious. Thank you very much. Mm. Got to kill it to fill it. Um, Every week we have a uh, classic James Lipton question as read on Inside the Actors Studio. I'm familiar with it. And you chose number six. This is good, this actually fits quite well into the theme of tonight. What sound or noise do you hate? Sound
1: or noise do I hate? What sound or noise do you hate? Huh, it's a tough one. I'm sure there are plenty. But just like you watch everybody squirm on inside the actor's studio. yeah, you know, That's what they, we're doing right now, they probably, squirm. Yeah, they probably all go in there like knowing what the 10 questions are, but they're actors. Yeah, and they can fake their way through it. Uh-huh. But
0: you are as smooth as silk. I've happened to be in a studio with you on a number of occasions, and you are like stucco in, in conversational holes. Yeah, You are amazing, at it. <laughs> I, I am t- not, and I'm going
1: to let you sit here and squirm while you try to figure out your I take, least
0: favorite noise.
1: I take the bus, and I take... The train because you're a man of the people. I read my Kindle while I'm on there, and just the loud, one-sided cell phone conversation. Uh, if it's anywhere closer than ten feet, yeah, I, I can't read. I, yeah. I, I just I get flustered. I get, okay, yeah, irritated. Just, right. just so just the one-sided, a one-sided conversation. That's you know, kind of the outside voice yeah. inside. That's, that's which is a
0: metaphor for how rude we are in this technological <laughs> age. But uh-huh. yeah,
1: so the one that's a good answer. Justin. Thank him. you. You did him. well.
0: And speaking of noises that we may or may not care for, new Paul Westerberg came out with yeah. Juliana Hatfield. I haven't listened what to it. What is it? The uh I don't, don't care yeah. yeah.
1: You haven't heard it. I have no it's I w it's been two days and I'm like oh, I gotta listen to that. And I haven't I haven't listened to it yet. Okay, well I guess I can't ask you your opinion But I you know uh, Juliana Hatfield played at the turf club uh, it was, it was a year ago or something yeah. like that, and uh, Ryan O'Rourke uh, so "My roommate, yeah, he books a turf club." I said, "Hey, you listen to this Westerberg Hatfield thing yet?" He, he didn't even know there was a song. Yeah, and he goes, "Oh, but that's why that's why Paul was hanging out backstage at the Julian Hatfield show." Oh, well, makes like, sense now. There we go. So yeah, they're friends. I guess I got to tell you, musically
0: it's great. Okay, the lyrics are horrible. That's what I heard, that it's kind of silly. Well, it's a, the name of the song, I mean, and it's not spelled out in the in the mnemonics that you'd imagine, but it's Have to Pee. Oh, yeah. And that is the level of art that Paul Westerberg is, is doing right now. I mean, just and it's have just to a blip. Pee. I was a huge fan of Grandpa Boy. I've been a huge fan oh, of, yeah. of weird, dumb things he's done. But to do a song that's basically about you know having to pee... And not even it's it just, uh, but musically it sounds like something between it sounds like the the replacements doing Beatles esque chord changes. Okay, yeah. there's really interesting uh, progressions in there that I liked a lot.
1: So I don't know. The last new Westerberg thing I listened to is not too long ago when uh, replacements were rehearsing. Remember they put up about a twenty minute long jazz improv thing. Yeah, yeah. I listened to all that. So maybe that's i a little slow to yeah, see I don't what's know. next. Uh, <laughs>
0: All right. I have an answer to this question, but I ask you yours. Uh, what is your favorite song about radio? Ooh, favorite song about radio. Yeah, And there's a lot to choose from. My personal favorite, Heard It on the X by ZZ Top.
1: That's pretty good. That's
0: a great one. Mexican radio also yeah. because Heard It on the X also Elvis about
1: Costello, radio radio. Yeah. yeah. It's the REM one. Uh, radio Free Europe. Yeah. Well, and they've got another one, too. Uh, can't remember the title. Oh, you know what? It's not really a radio song. It's just uh, it opens with the uh, rapper going, I can't play oh, nothing good on my radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's
0: a horrible, horrible song. It yes, not be it is.
1: Oh, and Radio Chaos from uh, 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 is that the Pink Floyd guy. Yeah, exactly. Roger Waters. Uh, yep. On the radio by Donna Summer.
0: Wow. Uh, uh, radio Gaga by Queen.
1: Yeah. yeah you're None of these this. are your answers. Not yet. Not yet. I was just trying to uh, think of something from the local catalog because I know okay. I know there's been one. Yeah. Even Martin Zeller has a great song about listening to the uh, twins on uh, CCO. The cool, uh, it's kind of a romantic, summertime, nostalgic song. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Is that uh, your answer? No, I'm going to go with the Elvis Costello one. Really, Radio yeah. Radio. Yeah. Which is in total indictment on it the is. radio industry. It is.
0: And I mean, it's, and it's a dirty, ugly industry, and, and, and yeah, I mean, what's, what are and your it thoughts right now? Spit me out again. What are your thoughts on it right now? I mean, you seem to be an eternally optimistic guy. Yeah, you don't seem to be too beat down by life because you know you've had a good one so far, and there are many years left. But I mean, yeah, I mean, coming out of the ninety-six point three thing, I mean, what's your next step? What are you thinking? I mean, I and, and, and hanging out and getting drunk is an acceptable answer on the show because that's been my way out of a number of things.
1: That's what I've been doing. Okay. Yeah. Good to have you here. You know, I, I had uh, the benefit of uh, some World Series baseball, so I yeah. had, uh, you know, I had five nights at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was watching baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's soccer starts pretty yeah. soon.
0: What's What's the next thing coming up?
1: Then all of a sudden, I get a call from Ian. I'm like, All right, a, I can go back <laughs> to the bar. bar. <laughs> I was going to be there anyway. This works out great. My uh, next thing, I, you know, somebody called me about doing a podcast. Yeah. And, uh I've got some that meetings. That's me. We're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. I got bad news; it doesn't pay. <laughs> yeah, I might be doing my own with sponsors. Really? Yeah, I don't know awesome. yet. I don't know. I've got that first meeting's a couple days away. All right, and then I'm meeting some radio people next week. You got any names you want for uh, it? No, not yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there's
0: no good puns with your name. No. Yeah, you can't do anything cheesy like that, which is to your advantage. Yeah. And I can't with my name. My probably name.
1: come up with a couple crappy alliterations. Radio yeah. loves a crappy two-word alliteration. Yeah,
0: Nagel's Nuggets. Nagel's Nuggets—that either sounds like a pretzel product or poop. Yep. and that's—it's not, not what you want. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess since we're talking on a podcast
1: about podcasts, what is radio's place in 2015? I think it's still fine because it's 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 you know live and local for the most part. Yeah, you know, when it is live and local, I mean, you're in the car heading into work in the morning. You you want to find out what the weather's going to be like the rest of the day, and you want to find out you know the headlines. And, yeah, and you, and you want it quick. And then you want to hear your favorite song. Okay. That's kind of what they still do. Yeah. Yeah. And you think that it still does a good job? Where can it be better? Yeah, it could always be better. Of course. Yeah.
0: Jason, well, thank you very much for hanging out with me at Dusty's Bar tonight. I'm shaking your hand on the podcast. Look at this. Thank you very much for doing Thanks this. Thanks for the call. And, and, and you can be followed where? You're on the Twitters? At yeah.
1: Well, uh, Twitter, DJ Jason Nagel. And then I'm Jason Nagel on Facebook. Since I got let go... I've had this steady stream of new friend requests on Facebook. I thought I was kind of done. But people just want to keep hearing from Yeah, I guess, yeah, so, yeah. None and of them so None of you, them followed up with a job offer. Yeah, but, but I mean,
0: they're going to be paying attention when you have this podcast with sponsors. Yeah. And speaking of which, here are my sponsors tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, i got one car service that gets us around safely, driving smiles without extra miles. Program this in your phone, 612-545-5848, or find them for a ride on Facebook, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah, hold on. i got to wet my whistle for this one. <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon. To add extra flair to those leisure time activities, put Pabst Blue Ribbon in the picture. People of good taste naturally go for it. It's old-time beer flavor, original Pabst. It's brewed as it was when it won the Blue Ribbon in 1893. So next time, put yourself in the picture and enjoy an original Pabst Blue Ribbon. And our friends at Stand Up Records—they like their comedy, like they like their booze, straight up and bitter. Uh, find them at standuprecords.com and go to your Roku and uh, get the Stand Up Records channel. It has every available episode of Drinking with Ian that I've released to the world is streaming oh, wow. there right now. Everything else has been pulled down because I'm half embarrassed about it and half because I want you to go get the stand-up channel. It's got specials by Chad Daniels, Glenn Wool, worldwide great comics. Go check them out. But yet again, thank you, Jason, for being
1: with me tonight. Congratulations on your Eagles Club membership. Uh, You know what? I'm proud of it,
0: and you know what? I'm proud of us right now. We knocked it out. All right, everybody. uh, See you next Monday right here on Dive Bar Mitzvah. All right. Look at that. Like pros. I like it. Did the music get louder?